Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to the Everything is Black and White podcast. Coming up on this episode, we look back on Newcastle's 4-2 victory over Leicester City. I'm joined by Chief Sports Writer Lee Ryder, who was down at the King Power to take in the game. Goals from Joe Willock, Paul Dummett and a brace from Callum Wilson have all but secured Newcastle's Premier League status from another season. It was a performance and a result no one quite expected and there's plenty to talk about. This is the Everything is Black and White podcast. Hello, welcome to the Everything is Black and White podcast live on Facebook, Twitter and our YouTube channel. I'm joined by our chief sports writer, Lee Ryder, who was down at the King Power to see Newcastle beat Leicester City 4-2. Yes, in case you missed the game, you didn't mishear me, Newcastle beat Leicester City 4-2. Champions League chasing Leicester City, Lee. They were 4-0 up and it was a game that none of us expected a result, that none of us expected a performance that few people would have seen coming as well. How would you sum up what you saw tonight? Yeah, crazy game, no no doubt about it. Um, we've seen the best and the worst in Newcastle, I suppose, in in one half of football in the second half, really, for them to storm 4-0 up. And then, you know, it goes to 4-2 and we're all concerned about whether it's, if they're going to let it slip altogether. I don't think they ever were, but they could have made it a bit easier towards the end. But you can't complain. You have to give... Full credit to the players, the coaching staff, manager. You've got to give them full credit because to come to Leicester and win is not an easy thing to do. So they've got the win tonight. Um, you know, we talk about tonight really and, and say it was a fantastic performance to score four goals away from home. And um, I think the celebrations in the dressing room summed it up. Well, certainly. I mean, I thought the first... 10 minutes was a bit shaky, but after that, Newcastle just dominated. It was fantastic. It was an enjoyable game to watch as well. And I can't help but think what it would have been like with that away end absolutely buzzing. I mean, the scenes would have been brilliant. Well, um, we'll go back to the start, Lee, and Willick came in for Sean Longstaff. And did you think that was the right move and, and that decision paid off? I mean, obviously, Willick got the goal. Do you think Longstaff was unfortunate to drop out? Yeah, I think he, he probably was because against Arsenal, for me, he put a few, a decent shift in and the, some decent tackles. But you look at the result and it was the probably the right decision because realistically, Joe Willock makes this team, when he came off with a little bit of a knock, uh, the whole game changed again. So I think it was the right decision, but I think... Um, John Joe Shelby probably stayed in the team because of uh, his senior standing um, compared to Longstaff. So I thought it was unfortunate, but you know the the managers are are paid the the big money to make the big decisions, and uh, tonight that's that's exactly what they did. Willick got the first goal, and then you talk over there about someone with senior status, Paul Dummett, playing for an extension. His deal scored a second five years late since he. Uh, he netted a Premier League goal. 
And if my research is right, Adele, hello, was UK number one. So that proves how long ago it was since Paul Dummett scored. It was a great header. And then we had Wilson with two goals. Um, I mean, first of all, we've said it enough times on the podcast, but Joe Willick, you know, what a loan sign he's been. You've seen enough loan signings come in and they often don't work out. You know, you can look at Slomani, you can look at uh, uh, Sidia Dumbia. A lot of them don't work out, but this one has worked out. And it just goes again to show why Steve Bruce is so keen to have him back next season. Absolutely. I mean, it's his goal tally from midfield. I mean, what more do you want from a midfield? Someone full of energy who brings you goals and, you know, puts himself about on the pitch. It's uh, it's everything you ask for from a midfielder. Um, you know, if he'd have been here the full season, then I would say he was probably going to, he would probably get double figures for you. He might still end up with double figures uh, this season, the way he's going, to be totally honest. But, uh, but yeah, he's a fantastic player. But, he, you know, I think he's a he's a good character. He's been, you know, brought through the ranks at Arsenal. And, you know, that that's credit to Arsenal, really, that I think he arrives at Newcastle with 78 senior appearances to his name. Um, that is the way to sort of blood your youngsters, really, to get them in the team. Give them as much experience as they can, and um, that's that's what happens when they, they get the chance. And yeah, you hope he's going to be here next season, but um, there'll be a lot of interest. And I'm sure Arsenal, the way they've been playing this season, they probably would like to to see what he can do in pre-season. Um, so yeah, great, great, uh, great loan signing for Newcastle. I mean, for Newcastle dominated in the, in the first half. They did have Martin Dubravka to thank as well for pulling off three really good saves in that first half. Again, he's just proven why he's Newcastle's number one. I mean, he had to wait a little bit to get back into the side after injury, but with performances like the daily, he's just it, where does he rank for you in terms of um, you know the keepers that you've seen during your time reporting on Newcastle? Yeah, he's right up there. To be totally honest, um, he's he's ice cool under pressure. Really, that's that's the best way to describe him. I mean, he made a a couple of great saves in the first half. Now, the one um, just before half time, it's probably the the least spectacular save that he made of the night. But when Jamie Vardy went through, and a lot of goalkeepers might have, you know try to go down and try and smother the ball, but he just stayed cool. And caught the ball basically, patted it down, and you know had that went in just on the stroke of half time, it would have been a, um, a nightmare for Newcastle two one. I wanted them to get past the hour mark with the two 0 lead still intact, um, to see them go three 0 up. You know you thought it was game over four 0 You definitely thought it was game over, but then you know it's, it is Newcastle, isn't it? This is uh, this is what it's like. You know this is why. Uh, this is why we've all, all the nerves are shredded watching Newcastle all these times. Most certainly. I mean, and that save that he made but from Perez late on, I mean, what a save that is from close range. Because if that had gone in, I mean, it was already nervy, but that would have made a 4-3 and the nerves definitely would have been uh, shredded even more with that. What a save that was. Yeah, it was, uh, again, cool under pressure. And uh, we know what Perez can do from that range. And, uh, you know, he had a couple of efforts when he came on. I think he was desperate to to score against his old team for obvious reasons. And, uh, you know, Dubravka stood up to him. And, um, yeah, I mean, had it went to 4-3, then 
anything can happen. We've seen it before. Four three is a is a dangerous scoreline, even going into stoppage time. So, uh, and the momentum would have all been with Leicester. So that's why Dubravka's back in the team. The other change was Neil Craft came in for Kieran Clark. Um, in a centre back role where he's featured before and he's not really, you know, performed too well. But what did you make of his performance tonight? Yeah, I mean, it was it was one where for all all the players really had ups and downs in the game. Um, you, you know, you can you can go right through the the eleven really and 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 look at it that way. But for me, uh, you, you, when Tim Maximan's effort was saved as as good a save as it was, you would expect someone of his quality to just lift it over the goalkeeper. It is very easy from watching from TV or sitting in the stands. But, uh, you know, you wonder what type of night it was going to be when that, that chance was missed. So, yeah, there was a lot of um, a lot of plus points. No, more certainly. Callum Wilson grabbing a, a double as well. Now, I've seen uh, a tweet tonight from one of our colleagues over at Boosie Newcastle, Matthew Weisbeck, and he's put out a stat that says all Wilson's goals have come in the second half. Which is quite a stat, but brilliant to see him back on the on the goal scoring uh, route tonight, and, and and you know two two good finishes as well. Two good finishes, I think. You know, he, he might look back. You know, he might look at the next few games, and, and you know, he would have every right to say that he wants to be more selfish. And uh, you know, tonight when he when he burst through that that run to set up Saint Maximin. You know, he's probably got every right to have a goal himself there, but he, he was unselfish. Second half, there were two excellent finishes again. Done the right thing. Kept cool when it hit the post. And, um, yeah, he's he's paid the £20 million back very quickly. So, uh, it's it's up to Newcastle now to put players in a, around him that are going to provide him with the service that, you know, will we'll take him to a 20-goal tally next season. Maybe a late push for the Euros. We'll see. You mentioned Alan St. Maxman there and the chance he had with Schmeichel, a great save. What I thought tonight, Lee, was quite interesting was it's often been said Newcastle are this kind of one-man team and they rely on St. Maxman. Um, and he didn't have a, a bad game by any means, but he was quite quiet for his usual standards. And we had other people stepping up and you know taking the game to Leicester and performing really well. So I thought that was good to see and that boards well going forward that maybe Newcastle aren't just this one-man team relying on the Frenchman. Well, yeah, and the thing is now, what can they do in the last three games? I mean, Man City got absolutely nothing to lose in that game. Uh, they can go for it a little bit. Man City have got more important games, you know, coming up. Um, and then you've got the two teams that one's already relegated and one, one's going to be relegated very soon. So, you know, this is a chance for them to, to pick up you know, at least six points in the last two games. Hope to do it, but it's going to be the test of have they um, hit the limit? You know, have they hit the limit of what they can produce? They did this last season. They beat Bournemouth in the last uh, few games, 1-4-1 down there. Had a real opportunity to push on, didn't do it. And uh, yeah, here we are um, in a similar situation in the last three games. Hopefully they can add to the add to the tally. Yeah, fingers crossed. And I mean, this win all but secures Newcastle's safety unless something 
<laughs> disastrously goes wrong. Uh, Fulham need to win all their games, and Newcastle needs not to. Um, but I mean, they're safe. And and how 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 was Steve Bruce? You know, a with that realization, what did he have to say about the fact that Newcastle are pretty much done and dusted for this season? He, you know, spoke after the game that the you know the the forward line was when it when it's fit, then Newcastle can compete. He, in his press conference, I think, been a long long season for everybody, and yeah, I think he was he was relatively reflective in in what he said. But um, you know, I'll I'll leave it for others to judge um, his his sort of reaction to tonight's game. A lot of people on social media in the comments here talking about Matt Ritchie and the journey he's been on this season. You know, he left in January, fallout with with Steve Bruce, and he's back in the side recently. And he has shown those leadership qualities that people have always felt he's had. Uh, another decent turnout f- f- from him tonight. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, since he come back in the team, they've had that spark and that bite. And uh, realistically, you know, he he could have left the club in January. He could have went back to Bournemouth. He ended up staying, and uh, you know he's he's put in a real shift uh, tonight, and you know responsible for a couple of goals uh, in terms of setting them up, and you know hopefully you know he he can have a good summer and and come back fit and firing again for for next season because uh, he's certainly you know uh, an experienced player in that dressing room now. No, most certainly. Um, and just finally, while I've got you, just to ask about the the statement yesterday from Mike Ashley and the developments there. If you head over to Chronicle Live, you can read all about what Mike Ashley had to say regarding um, the HMRC investigation and, of course, the uh, the latest with a takeover with regarding the uh, anti-competition uh, lawsuit that he's, he's launching against the Premier League. What was your verdict on that? Well, Mike Ashley, you know, comes out fighting basically against the the Premier League. It's starting to get a little bit. Let's be honest, it's starting to get a bit ugly between Mike Ashley and the Premier League now. You know, we pushed the pushed the story out yesterday, and you know, reported it. But you know, Newcastle have struggled to be a, a big side in the last ten years, and you know that. The only person that stopped that is, is the powers that be. Um, you know, they've had one European finish. Uh, they have, to be fair, they have spent money, but sometimes the manager hasn't, you know, matched with the players. Uh, the team we've got at the let's be honest, the team we've got at the minute, you've got nearly a hundred million pound worth of forward players there. They've been fourth bottom for a lot of time this season. Um, okay, some of them haven't been fit. Uh, I, you know, I said on the YouTube. Uh, before the game that for me regardless of what happens this season I think they'll be weighing in for the season 10 points light of what they should be um, regardless of the injuries and the COVID I think that they probably should have 10 more points because you know the couple of Brighton games the Sheffield United game the West Brom game probably another one you could chuck in there so yeah they probably should be beyond the 50 point mark now but you know I'm not going to grumble a 4-2 win Away from home is never a bad thing, and uh, they've done very well. And as I say, as I said, uh, you've got to give them a lot of credit tonight 
for the way they went about the business. And, you know, they've got the job done with, you know, three games to go. So, um, well done. Yeah, 100%. It's just nice to be talking positively about Newcastle on the pitch. An enjoyable game. And just finally, we spoke a few weeks ago and you said um, you were looking for Newcastle to put that complete performance in and you pointed to the Bournemouth game. Um, did this performance get close to it? Did it even maybe better it? It was it was probably on par with, with that. I mean, it was against a better side, let's be honest. Leicester are a lot better than Bournemouth. But in terms of the performance, I was I was thinking of it, you know, going into the last few few minutes and then obviously the sort of hit the self-destruct button of it. But but yeah, I think uh it was you know that that was on par with last season at Bournemouth, uh, to get four goals away from home. It doesn't happen very often, let's be totally honest. And uh it's it's great that they've got it and hopefully they can uh they can, you know, as I say, take at least six points. It'd be lovely if they can get a win against Sheffield United at home in front of the fans who, who get the chance to, to get a ticket and uh, sign off the season in real style. That will, that will be fantastic. Yeah, fingers yeah. crossed that will happen. Of course, we'll bring you all the latest developments with that ballot next week and also the build-up to the next game against City. Lee, thank you for joining us on the Everything is Black and White podcast. Safe journey back to Tyneside. Um, there we had Lee Ryder down at the King Power. Brilliant game. Um, thank you guys for watching and listening later on the podcast. Please remember to like and subscribe to whichever platform you join us on. And hopefully this game is a step uh, to a very happy weekend for you Newcastle United supporters. <laughs>